Hello, and welcome to the Writers and Illustrators of the Future podcast. This is John Goodwin, your host. Today we're speaking with Don Ray Ammon and Jenna Ita. Hello, well, thanks for having us. Yes. So um, I think one of the most exciting things about both of you is this thing called FireCon. And we've known you for several years via the uh, Writers of the Future program mm-hmm. and through the Life of the Universe and everything as well. Yep. So um, how did you first hear about Writers of the Future? So I actually heard about it the first time probably about five years, five, six years ago, yeah. uh, about a year before I got invited to come to the award show. Uh, surprisingly, I hadn't heard about it before because I have a bunch of friends who've won and a bunch of friends who are judges. Yeah. Uh, but the first time I heard about it, I was like, that's kind of amazing that there's something out there for writers that helps, you know, give them a boost and they get paid, which is never a bad thing. Right. The first time I heard about it was actually in, when I was in junior high. Wow. I was at an event and you guys had a booth there and I took a bookmark and have wanted to win the contest since then. And you've been you've been entering or you have entered it? I have entered several times, not as many as I should yet, but Okay. Okay, well, that's great. So how'd that um, how'd you end up going down what's the sequence that got you to FireCon? Um we actually were talking really late at night with a friend, and one of the things that we noticed is there's some really great writing conferences out there. Um, Superstars with Kevin Anderson. Sure. However, for some people, that price point is just a little bit high, and so we kind of noticed that a lot of conferences are either the kind of beginner level or they're super advanced and a little pricey if you're not quite that far in your career, but you're beyond beginner. And so one of the things we looked at is how do we bring out, you know, uh, New York bestsellers to teach and so we came up with the idea of doing some master classes that are four hours kind of an intensive you know here's how you tackle this subject and here's how you advance in it and then they can go to the rest of the conference with that and uh, you know Dave Farland is one of our was one of our first teachers and he was teaching the business of writing because that's another thing that we hear a lot is writers get into the business and they don't know how to they don't know how to do their taxes or they don't know how to set aside stuff or how to look for insurance or how to look at their contracts. And, and Dave, he, he did the business of writing and then he did how to plot your writing career. And so he's talking about both how to run a business for writing and also how to plan out your writing career for more than you know just a year. And then we had a bunch of other, we had Tony Weiskopf come and uh, she taught how to, what your submission is missing, talking about when you're submitting your manuals. And it was a great way to give these guys just the next step up without necessarily breaking the bank. And we always encourage them when they get to the point where they can go to superstars, you know, go to superstars, go to uh, the Clarion conferences, you know, but. That's great. And so then you guys are are co-creators, you're you're co-founders or? Yep. Yep. We started it together and came up with the name together and just everything kept falling into place. So how'd that name, so that's crazy, where'd that name come from? (laughs) So the funny part is, is we were actually running through a bunch of names, we had people suggest things, and the conference was really just kind of this idea, we didn't know that we were going to do it, to be honest, and our friend, Scott, had said, well what about fire? Something with fire and, you know, getting that creative flame in your end, and all of a sudden it became FireCon. Wow. That's that's a great explanation. I didn't know why it was, but that totally makes sense. You know, lighting a fire. Yeah, and it's been fun because every year we have a we have a theme that's like this year it's burn through barriers. Uh, Last year it was burn your own creative path. 
The first year was finding your creative fire. Yeah, and and we have a really cool one coming up for next year. We haven't announced yet, yeah. so uh, look for that one. And the fun part is, is we we also get to play with the marketing on it a little bit, the branding, and which is a really important part for people to see visually. And we get to play with that a little bit and make and. We always ask one of our art guests to do a poster. Um, last year was Preston Stone, who was actually an illustrator of the yeah. future winner. Yeah. He did this great one of a dragon on a path going into a fire and, or a, 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 with a phoenix. and It was really fun, and we got to give the posters away. Well, one, and one part that was really important to us is uh, a lot of the conferences, especially in the Utah area, have a little bit of art, but not a lot of art. Right. And so... As we worked on it, we started adding more art, and we, we added master art classes, and we brought in people like Philo Bernhardt, who worked for Disney for 30 years. And he's teaching, this year he's teaching sequential art, uh, which is really important because graphic novels have become a big thing. I mean, It's a very big thing. Yeah, Brandon Sanderson's doing them, Sherilyn Kenyon's doing them. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's a, it's a great way, and we're moving into a more and more visual society. I mean, I joked the other day on my Facebook page, uh, if you don't think you should pay for art, take all the art of your house. Basically, you're removing every food, everything your food comes in, all your books, your TV, your computer. All of it has art that somebody did. And so getting people to understand that art is a career and not just, oh, that's a pipe dream is a huge thing that we're trying to push in Firecon that, you know, you can work as a graphic designer, you can, like... Uh, Echo, who does yeah. the, uh, I think it's the Celestial Seasons yeah. designs. Like, she does these beautiful designs that go on these tea boxes. And I know so many people who are like, oh, I love this art. And I'm like, I know that person. It's a real career. It's a real job. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, oh, that's something somebody else does. It's something anybody can do. And not just talking about the theory of it, but we actually provide supplies for the art classes so they get to practice hands-on. Like, it was really fun to get to go into the watercolor class and see people actually practicing watercolor under somebody who does that. Right. And there was an inking class where they got given a copy of an image and they could practice different inking techniques on it and coloring and... and going That's inking like for, for se sequential for, art? Yeah, for comic or books, for tattoos. yeah. Uh, uh, well, it could be either, but, but mostly it was a comic book page. But because yeah. there's different styles to ink, I mean, you can make something look more gothic. You can make something look more horror right. just by changing the inking style, and it's a huge thing. Um, art has always been a part of my life. Like, I my mom painted. She did a lot of wildlife painting. My grandfather painted. Like my first memories are actually the smell of pancakes and turpentine, which I don't think is normal for most people, no. but. No. Like, if I smell either, I can, like, if I smell turpentine, I automatically, in my brain, smell pancakes. And so, and I always think about, like, she'd, she'd paint at the, the dining room table, and people would pay her for some, doing wildlife paintings, and sometimes she'd copy master paintings. And uh, my grandfather did these amazing sceneries of, like, Switzerland, because that's where my family's originally from. And uh, so I've grown up with it my whole life, and I, I remember my brother having D&D &D books with Larry Elmore's covers and being amazed that there were these dragons and and gold pieces and just really fantastic, you know, illustrations inside the book and, and yeah, and my parents apparently exposed me to a lot of sci-fi really early on. Mine did as well. They, I grew up in a science fiction fantasy family and while a lot of them are scientists, they right. took me in. I started reading, um, Robin McKinley was the first author I read in elementary school. Wow. Which was really funny because in high school, my freshman English class, the teacher was told it was too advanced for high school students. 
I read that was in first grade, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's this girl? No, and I, I actually remember, this is way too young to have seen it, but I remember seeing Dune, uh, the David Lynch version, when I was about six. Right. And there was this whole fascination with the fact that they had these glowing blue eyes, and, and there was this little girl who was, like, telling adults that they were wrong. And, and, and then the more I explored that story as I got older... Uh, Dune is an amazing world in, in, and now I know someone who's written in that world which is the craziest thing and getting to hear kind of the back of backstories of how the movie's coming about this next year and, and seeing the cast come into it and going they're going to make it right this time has been kind of an exciting process but, but just knowing that someone created this world where they created an ecosystem and they created an economy for a universe and and yeah. all of that came from someone's head, and it was based on a story about putting grass in the desert and knowing like the process of that and seeing how authors take an idea and go from beginning to end or how an artist takes an idea and goes from beginning to end is, is an amazing process. It, I can't imagine a world without creativity. Yeah. So now getting back to, to FireCon, so what's your ultimate goal for FireCon? So we have a couple goals. Um, one is to continue to build the art community and the writing community and the game community in Utah. Um, we have an amazing one with, you know, we've got FanX yeah. that we're at today and and uh, and that's a celebration of being fans of it and getting to be cosplayers. And But Utah has this incredible creative community and one of the things we're doing this year is actually giving tickets to the Utah foster system um, to help kids who may not always be in the best situation or may not have been in the best situation to get out and build a life in a way. Um, a life that's more than just trying to work and survive, but actually thrive right. and use their entire you know, imagination and and learn how to go forward and that's one of our big goals is to help kids realize that they can go forward uh, we always joke that we also want to have more illustrator winners from Utah at the Writers of the Future awesome. of the illustration side we've got lots of writer winners love more illustration winners love more writer winners too but you yeah, know. is there something we could do with teaming up more with, with FireCon with writers and illustrators of the future like we do a lot of stuff right now with DragonCon we're picking up here at uh, FanX um, with the panels and stuff, but... Uh, one of the things we, we've been working on, we've actually, quite a few of the judges are actually our master teachers, which is great. Um, and we usually do a panel talking about writing contests, uh, which writers kind of features in the middle of because it's one of the ones that makes a big difference. Uh, because, and I think with a lot of contest anthology, like the anthology book, it, yeah. having something so you can hold that you help create is amazing. Um, but for the illustrators specifically, like what we do at DragonCon is we have, um, they give us a bay that we feature the past couple years with the winners in there so people can see their art and then we answer questions about how to enter the contest and it's just a straight answer to the question, here's uh, the form to, that you can find out more information about it, here's winners, sometimes if we have local winners, they're actually there helping to, wow. as, a, as a docent you know, for Little Bay. I think that's an amazing idea. We have an art show and we love displaying art and just 
for, as we said, we like encouraging people, this is something you can do. Yeah. And having something like that showing, here's people who, they aren't very far ahead of you, but this is a thing that can help you move along the path. Yeah, we like Brian Hales. Yeah. For example. Yeah. He wasn't able to come this weekend, but we're, we're definitely going to see each other uh, this fall. But he's somebody that's local that would be able to possibly one of those illustrate the future winners that could also help answer questions and encourage. Yeah, and we actually have, uh, Brian's actually on our list for Master Guest next year. I wow. don't think Brian knows this yet, but uh, he does now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that's actually something I love that we get to do is the master classes. And like this year we have master classes with Jody Lynn Nye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and her husband, Bill Fawcett, is actually coming out and teaching. I love how he's always like, I'm Mr. Jody Lynn Nye. Yeah. Which is so cute. And he, because he's so accomplished, he's done so much himself. And then we have Eric Flint teaching. Um, he's actually going to be doing something called How to How to Start Your Novel, which will be a two-hour masterclass. We normally do a little bit longer, but with Eric, sure. what he's doing is a bunch of prep work where he we're sending him, each attendee is sending him a three, three chapters. He's going to edit them and go through the edits in his class. Oh, that's cool. And talk about how to, how, what, they, what people did right, what they did wrong. Um, and so I think with illustration, one of the, the other parts uh, that we kind of initiated, but we'd love more support on with writers and illustrators is uh, we've invited several of the winners to show their art this year in our art show because uh, the one that I fell in love with completely is uh, Christina. Christine Ree. Christina Ree. Uh, her piece where it's a little bit of Art Nouveau-ish look with this, this flowy face and hair and down into an actual further illustration, landscape gate and it's just beautiful. Yeah. And, and I'm it's so excited. brilliant artist. And I shared it on my Facebook, and we actually have people who are like, can I... I said, she's going to be in the art show, and they're like, I want a print of that. And so I actually have to tell her to, to print out a couple more prints for the art show for that one. Well, that's great. Then, so how can somebody find out more about FireCon? So it's FireCon, F-Y-R-E dot com, or C-O-N dot com. So yeah, firecon.com. It has it has information on all of our master guests and the classes they're teaching. Information's going up on the general admission track as well, which has over 200 hours of programming for writing art and game development. They can register right on our webpage, and there's a contact us if they have questions. They can send them in as well. And right now we're on an early bird price for the general track, uh, which, which goes is, for how long? Because it goes till May 15th. Okay. Uh, it's forty dollars to do the three days. And if you do the master classes, if you sign up online, they're 79. If you sign up at the door, they're 90, just because we have to do a lot yeah. of last minute work. Yeah. Um, and then once it hits May 15th, it goes up to $50 for the three day pass. The other thing, though, that is really cool. But when's FireCon? It's, going to it's be June 20th, 20th to the 22nd. Got it. Okay. The other cool thing? Students are $10, and that's through K through college. Wow. Kindergarten through college, $10. Because we want people to learn, and we know students have a really tight budget at times. Sure. I just finished being a student myself. I completely remember that totally feeling. I understand that. Totally understand that. So this is great. So uh, for everybody out there listening, it's FireCon, F-Y-R-E-Con.com. And uh, this is something that's definitely worth supporting, and it's definitely something, if you're an aspiring writer or an artist or want to be able to take it to the next level, this is a convention for you here in Utah. Or if you want to travel to Utah to do it. 
It's here. It's going to be in Salt. Is it Salt Lake City? Layton, Utah. It's actually in Layton, which is just above Salt Lake. It's about 30 minutes away. Uh-huh. Uh And it's actually it's at the Weaver University campus. We've gotten a lot of support from Weaver. Uh, it's their extension campus. And the nice thing about it is we get free parking. And the hotels are pretty close. And it's uh, my the other thing is we get to keep the classes small with that building. Cause, yeah. And they all have yeah. There's about 20 to 30 seats per class, and we we have a couple bigger rooms, but we tend to keep the smaller the rooms into the smaller classes. Having smaller classes allows you to interact with the instructor more. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then you got the, the general admission, which is for the mm-hmm. the general. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't do a whole lot of panels. We actually do a lot of workshops, roundtable discussions. Um, we do some three-to-one editing where you get in with one of the authors and you get to bring your stuff in. And it's basically like learning how what your writing critique group should be giving you as feedback. Because I think a lot of people get into writing groups and they, they, they don't actually know what they're supposed to be getting feedback on. And so having someone who's a published author say, you know, this is the type of feedback you should be getting is a big step. Wow. Well, that's great. Well, thank you very much for uh, taking a few minutes to speak with me, Don Ray and Jenna. And thank you for listening. Subscribe to the Writers of the Future podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Writers and Illustrators of the Future are contests created by L. Ron Hubbard to provide a means for the aspiring writer and artist to be seen and acknowledged. It is free to enter and open to new and amateur short story writers and artists of science fiction or fantasy. Thank you from Salt Lake City Fanex. <laughs>